blow the dust off your old games. Ready your light gun and press start on your controller as your hosts Alan Price and Chris Vint load up and deploy Operation RetroShock. Hello everybody and welcome to another edition of Operation Retroshock. It is episode 18. I am Alan Price and alongside me as always is... A guy who always wants to know why he never gets to do an introduction to this show. You've You've never actually come to me and asked to do the intro though. Can I do the intro for episode 19? Yes you may. Okay, but you forget. No, this is recorded, so I can't forget. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Chris Vent, by the way, folks, and we have a deal. Hello. As he's just finished his jelly baby. I like the jelly babies. It's a recurring theme, Operation Retroshock. Either baking bread, as some people do. Isn't that right, Debs? <laughs> the perfect show to listen to while your bread is rising. Yes. Endorsed by Kingsmill. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually don't know if people at Kingsmill um, listen to Operation Retroshock. That's a free loaf. Yes, that is free loaves. Free loaves of bread for all. Yes. Free loaves of bread. But speaking of free things, you got something free. Yes, I did uh, a review copy of SmackDown vs. Raw 2011. Yes, that's right. On the Xbox 360, so uh, Operation Retro Shock. Uh, <laughs> What's that, sorry? Operation Retro Shock, folks. We'll be that sometime down the line. Right, my lover. Combine Harvester Simulator. Operation Retroshock would like to thank <laughs> would like to thank our uh, good friends at THQ for sending us out uh, said demo. We look forward to uh, giving it a good play and then uh, giving feedback as to what we think of said game. No doubt by the time most people have listened to this, um, <laughs> well, they'll have probably bought us anyway. Yes. But why not send us what you think of it? Yes. Either the Pop Culture Network forums or via Skype at Vinto316. Leave us your thoughts on what you think of WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 with Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Undertaker. But that is the European cover. Yes, I know. The other one has The Miz. He is awesome! Though so that will get uh, the absolute slagging off Sween and Dirt and everybody, but. Yeah, well. You're entitled to your opinion, Al. In exactly. Even if it's wrong. <laughs> How fair it is. Indeed. So, Alan. So yes. Uh, besides the first like two or three minutes of absolute just off the cuff randomness, um, it is our. Uh, we're having a lot of specials lately. We're calling them specials, but it's, more, it's more just uh, we're focusing on a subject, <laughs> so to say. But special um, a subject. Yeah. It's not special, it's just that we're doing certain subjects. But uh, today's theme, you could say, is PlayStation 1. Juan? Juan. Juan sheet? Juan, for our Mexican listeners. I did, Wha- in fact, I did, in fact, I'm not kidding about the Mexican listeners. I was looking through Operation Retroshock's viewing figures there uh, the other day, uh-huh. and it came up, download 
El Paso, Texas, and then blow it. Actually, a Mexican one. Well, thank you very much for that, Chavo Guerrero. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Chavo in El Paso, and then <laughs> yeah. uh, like his cousin from across the border in Mexico as well. Maybe it's that guy from American Gladiators crossing the border. Bueno. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's him. Okay, well, uh, our first PlayStation 1 game is uh, one of Chris's choices, which is Parapa the Rapa. You gotta believe. Rastafari, man. Rastafari. Our second game <laughs> is also a choice of Chris's. Is Oddworld Abe's Odyssey. Hello, follow me, wait, follow me, wait. <laughs> and then after that, of course, don't forget that we have a new contribution to the show. Yes, we have a contribution to the show um, from the very good TJ Green and... Uh, He's going to have a little rant. Well, he's the retro renegade, as he mm. says. And uh, he is um, talking about Mortal Kombat. Indeed, indeed. If you would also like to contribute to Operation Retroshock, please contact us via the details in the description of this podcast. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just uh, really t- just take that and just put it in the future shows. If you would like to contribute to the show, why not contact Alan Price at Alan Price is a big agent at popculturenetwork.com <laughs> or Chris Vint is a better host at popculturenetwork.com That didn't garner any laughs from Alan. So I resign. So it must be true. Okay, you resign. And the next one uh, was Alan's pick of Driver. But we're not going to do that now. We're going to no, talk well, about... the next pick wasn't Driver. Next one was Ridge Racer. Well, that's my pick, so I think... That no, it is not your pick. It took be two picks each. Stop picking your nose. <laughs> that's my pick. The third game that we're going to uh, discuss is Ridge Racer. I thought it was Alan Kornikova Smash Court Tennis. Just rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> and our final game is going to be, as Chris jumped the gun to, the original Driver. <laughs> <laughs> Which is up. <after laughs> this game is rubbish. When are we doing that? This is rubbish um, special. <laughs> the Operation Retrocock, this is rubbish. <laughs> yeah, come back from break for two minutes. This game is rubbish. Because if you le- <laughs> listen to episode randomness, what episode was it? 15? 15 was no. the one where we talked. So 15 was Jericho, you? Okay, well, what episode before that? Episode 14. 14 was the most random I show think, ever. I think this show's going to be up it's, there for randomness. There. Maybe not just, but. Random enough. Not just but. What? <laughs> he said not it's just. like one of those flipping things, the tubes you buy at like the seaside. <laughs> those tubes. Maybe you have those on one shelf, and then you have slinkies on the shelf next to it, and then you have like the candy rock in the middle, and it's just Egon like. Egon Spangler never had a slinky, and then he straightened Everyone loves a slinky. No, shush. That'll be for another time when we do Ace Ventura. Or Toy Story. Hey, Slink. <laughs> so, uh, shall we sh- stop the Shabba, 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 the crazy randomness of our intro for the show and move to the break and then come back with your... <laughs> come back in two minutes. <laughs> we come back in two minutes and we go with the pa-ra-pa-da-ra-pa. Da, ra, pa. Be like, you can't believe! Be like rubbish. It's not rubbish, it's brilliant. But we'll find out if it's rubbish or brilliant when Chris chats about it after the break. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 
You're listening to a podcast on PopCultureNetwork.com. Be sure to head on over to the site at www.PopCultureNetwork.com to check out more podcasts and videos featuring toys, comic books, video games, and all the things you love. And while you're there, be sure to check out the Pop Culture Network store, where everything you purchase helps to keep us producing. Just head over to PopCultureNetwork.com and click on Store. Welcome back from the break, and it is a lovely, clear night here in Northern Ireland, where the temperature is a lovely 4 degrees centigrade. The skies are clear, and it is freezing. Yep. So, uh, Parappa the Rapper, Chris? You gotta believe. Continue on if you want, just go. It's a quick game, best, but no, I don't want to start singing. I kick punch it all in the mind and all that kind of stuff. Sure step on the that. gas now, step on the brake. Step on the gas now, step on the brake. Okay, okay. What were your first thoughts on this game as you put uh, in the word thoughts a space between the T and the S? You got your punctuation wrong. What were <laughs> yeah, read, read the question. I think it's question the bottom question to do with the PS3 one. Read it, uh, read it actually out word for word because I made oh, a. We'll okay, well I made a boo boo there too. First, first point. Can you say it in English so I can actually understand what you're saying? What were your first thoughts <laughs> on this game, and was this the first music game you played? <laughs> Over to you, Chris. From I believe Lord Alfred. Lord Alfred Hayes there, the Warriors locker room. Um, yes, it was the first music game I played, and the first like. You know, making sure that you, whenever the triangle came up, you tried to hit that at the same time. And obviously, as that has progressed, we have the likes of, say, No, my kids actually Moonwalker for the poor kids was the first music game I played. This be the second, but the better of the two games. Because this game it was brilliant. Um, plus the fact that the characters were wafer thin, a la um, Paper Mario kind of style. Um... Yes, they were kind of thin like ham. That's exactly what I thought whenever I played it. <laughs> These guys are thin like ham. 
And they call it wafer ham for nothing. It's a wafer thin ham. Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> You're very, very drunk. That was very, very, very okay. drunk. Um, so, yes, it was the first game, music game that I played on the next generation of the time consoles, the PlayStation. <gasps> the next generation? What be the next generation? I want the next generation console now. Uh, and then I played Space Channel 5 after that, which was also good, but very weird. But then again, we had a rapping dog as... <laughs> Yeah, kind of like bleep. Kind of like Snoop Dogg, you know, he's a rapping dog. Was he the inspiration for this game? Do you think? No, I don't. Because Parappa had more meat on him than Snoop Dogg does. (laughs) Why? I don't know. (laughs) Just don't ask me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The game was released in Europe. Or your rope <laughs> in September 1998. My lord. So, with it being 12 years old, is it a good game still today? Yeah, because they brought out the PSPA. PSP for everybody, <laughs> if you're wondering. <laughs> yeah, PSPA. So, and obviously they brought out a sequel to it called Um Jammer Lamai. Which is an even weirder name. I'm Jama Lama Lama Ha. And then um, the people who made it, Nana on Shoe, brought out Vib Ribbon. What is it with these random names? <laughs> they brought out Vib Ribbon, which uh, was the most random game ever. What are you doing? <laughs> Stop fiddling with your wire. <laughs> I've got my, pe- my, pe- my pen wrapped in my wire. <laughs> That, that doesn't sound r- right. No, that sounds wrong. Uh, thanks for participating in this discussion. You know, and got my pen around the wires. You know, we're here to actually talk about games instead of talking about you know you I being an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see a doctor about that. Sure. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah. So twelve years on, it's still a good game. But if you were to put a PlayStation on now, it's kind of like Goldeneye. If you had a PlayStation on now, you wouldn't be able to play it. Why? PS3? No. No, I have a PlayStation 1. Okay, fair enough. So, it's like playing Goldeneye on the N64. It makes my eyes bleed. Makes you cry. Whereas Parappa is kind of timeless because of it being so cartoony and stuff. Very good, very good. What are your thoughts on... My thoughts are I never played this game, if I'm totally honest. <laughs> Brilliant, so you never played it at a friend's house? No... Uh, Ha 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 ha! That sounds like I'm about to die there or something. Yeah, that's hope. <laughs> Operation Ninja took me mine. <laughs> Cease production. Close down. I've not left it in the will. Yeah. Not getting. Be surprised if he actually had a will. E. <laughs> See what I did there? Huh. <laughs> right, come on. What's the next For question? These are interesting. Okay. Well, not shush, because you're the one who knows about Parappa the Rapper more than me. Um, you actually mentioned the visuals of the game. Uh, you mentioned about him being wafer thin. Um, Do you think stuff like this could have been inspiration for, such as Paper Mario? Uh, possibly. Because Paper, uh, Paper Mario, the N64 was run about the same time as the PlayStation 1 anyway. 
Uh, but the Japanese... Do you, it was either, do you think it was probably a fad with the Japanese at that moment? Well, that's what Japanese are like. You know, like it's having your characters... We don't Final mean Fantasy. that in a bad way. We just mean no. it's fads. But then if you look at your characters from Final Fantasy, do you actually have one with normal hair? It's just like, yeah, loads of spikes. And, like, you know, like it looks like you could have them as a fatality move in Mortal Kombat and it could kill somebody, <laughs> you know. Segway to TJ Green. Uh, turn your microphone on and check your speakers. My speakers are fine. Shut up, Skype. Um... So yeah, it's a case of um, you know they borrow certain things from certain people and stuff. You know, so they may have seen that. So they plagiarize. Well, they didn't play with my eyes, so I don't know what you're talking plagiarize about. Plagiarize and steal each other's work—that's what it means. Play your eyes. Plagiarize. <laughs> right, okay. I learned of this word from university. If you get okay. caught plagiarizing, you fail because you copied people's work. <laughs> okay, never plagiarize out in public. That's just recipe for disaster. If that's what that means, so you know. Yes. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Okay, number four. Horseman. <laughs> <coughs> um, right. Okay. What is this English? Uh, you rapping cool is the best you can get. Yes. You rapping awful is the worst. Yeah. You can even unlock another stage if you rap cool with them all. <laughs> did you achieve this? I did, once. You're a cool rapper? I was a cool rapper. <laughs> and all that jazz. Was, was this like pass or fail or something like that? Yeah, it's just like... Um, it's a case of uh, normally you rap good, so <laughs> then if you if you hit the buttons at exactly the same oh, time, so you it's go like up there. It's like, for example, if I was to say boot up Guitar Hero or a rock yeah. band or something at the minute, and the way in Guitar Hero, I don't know if the latest ones still have it, but there was like the there was like the wee light yes. things and yeah, it's like, like the wee that. arrow thing that it goes towards the top if you're hit. Yeah, it's like that. Exactly and then if you rap if you rap bad or awful for too long, then the game just um, stops. And then you have to start from the oh, start again. Oh, and you'll be like, you'll be rubbish. Yeah, but I'm not rubbish. I was cool. I even got the rap with the chicken making stuff in the kitchen. What did you, what, you wrapped with a chicken and then you <laughs> ate the chicken? No, it was like you're making a cake. Whoa. You're making a cake for your girlfriend called Sunny because she be a sunflower. Well, I thought she was a WWE diva. No, but she'd be fine. WWE diva I'm talking about Not the flowery girl In Proud of the Rapper Or the chicken Or the chicken Chicken licking <laughs> I don't know what to say to this Nor do I to be honest Okie dokies Stop saying that No Yep I've only said it once <laughs> I'll punch you in the face That's, uh, It's totally delightful um, <laughs> Did you have a favourite stage Christopher As there was obviously we, you had the rap a rap with a master onion. <laughs> An onion can rap, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, he An can. Onion can rap. It would just make you cry. <laughs> uh, or when Parappa has to rap against the previous, it'd be a sensei, it'd be like Splinter the Rat, uh, in order to get to the front of the line, just to use the toilet. Oh no. I'm going again. Why does he have to beat Splinter the Rat to go to the toilet? <laughs> I don't know. But he's standing there going like this. He's standing there like... Splinter the Rat live in the sewer, so there'd be no need to queue for a toilet. You just go down the corridor and you would like go to the toilet. No. He's going outside. And there's actually a flea you rap with as well. T.T. Flea from Bugs Life. No. Yes. Um, what would be your favourite stage, Chris? Probably the first one or the car one. Me. 
Thanks, Art Road Drummer. Yeah. Okay, that's rubbish. Um, but yeah, those two, and obviously they parried it that in Robot Chicken as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. The abuse I get, ladies and gentlemen. Son of a. <laughs> There's nothing makes me laugh more than when. Uh, oh, going off topic. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Is when people do like parodies of Mario online and they do like wee videos and like uh, their own versions of the video game and they have Mario swear so he goes like this son of a and then bleep I just find it funny hearing a character like Mario swear that's so interesting thanks for discussing Parappa the Rapper uh, I hope you've enjoyed this subject uh, because Alan Price just doesn't comment on it I'm going to do the same with Driver. I'm telling you now. He's going to say, what do you oh, think of Driver? You don't know anything about cars. Except that they have four wheels, a steering wheel, and a brake. Whatever. <laughs> 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 okay, next question. I am Optimus Prime. I have four wheels. <laughs> I'm a truck. <laughs> beep, beep. Here we go. Now, we have discussed previously, ladies and gentlemen, Diddy Kong Racing... And the Scandinavian Game Awards. Hey, Max Payne, 1999 winner. Winner, you win everything. But in the year previous to 1999, at the first annual Interactive Achievement Awards, Parappa the Rapper won awards for Outstanding Achievement in Interactivity Design and Outstanding Achievement in Sound and Music. It was also nominated for Interactive Title of the Year. Does this sum up how good the game was in interactivity, Chris? I'm getting a theme here. <laughs> yes. Because you interact, you see, because you exactly, have to play. because obviously we do not have Guitar Heroes yet. No. This was a forerunner in the interactivity. Yes. And the voice is just... I don't know. I, I don't think I've spoken about <laughs> uh, the whole episode. Oh, sorry. I'll tell you, tell you Chris. <laughs> Stop copying that. me and taking my flipping thunder. <laughs> I didn't laugh. Did I go... <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I think it was because obviously you had to make sure it was something that you had to make sure that you were able to know where the buttons are. Because if you had to go triangle, square, circle, X, you know, you had to know where those buttons are. And the it's not a game that you could actually look at the controller and then you just go triangle, X, square. You know, you had to know where they are off by heart. But uh, yeah, um, it's a very interactive game and very very good uh, game. Both visually and mentally, and challenge and crystal maze and things like that. I need to burp again. Ready, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. No, One, two, to. three. No, I'm not going to. No, no I'm not going to. I'll go to I dare you to hold your breath now. One, two, three. Can we talk about Parabola Rap instead for me holding my breath? We're entertaining to see you holding your breath. I know it doesn't work on a podcast, but you know. Doesn't. It's entertaining for me. Yeah. Um. Fair enough. Uh, you obviously you mentioned the sequel, Um Jama Lama. <laughs> um Jama Lama. Um Jama Lama Lama Lama. Lama. A rapping llama. Yeah. A rapping llama. I think that would be the most entertaining game in all of history if you had a rapping llama. Or the proper sequel, Parappa Two on the PlayStation Two. Did you play it? Obviously. Yes. 
my proper rapper too. I had actually taken work to get resurfaced. Whoa, was it that bad? <laughs> yeah, well, I bought it. Pre- game, but I mean, just play <laughs> I bought it pre-owned in the place where we worked many, many years ago, and the disc was Friar Tucked. Yeah, Friar Tucked so it was, or Daffy Ducks, whatever way you want to look at All it. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I had to take it in to get a repair because there was a lot of scratches everywhere. It still works. But I'm Jammer Lamy. Um, I was a naughty boy and had my PlayStation modified to play oh, imports. I am not associated with Christopher <laughs> Vint. If anybody in the law enforcement is listening, um, I'm going to call the police immediately now. The number is 99911. Okay. Um, to play American imports like <gasps> Resident Evil and things like that. So whenever your PlayStation was chipped, you couldn't actually play on Jammer Lama. You had to buy an action replay and then put a code in to play it. Disgraceful. Mm-hmm. So what did, how did it differentiate from the previous ones, or was it just the just same basically, stuff? Just basically the same kind of formula, really. Um, on Jammer Lama, I didn't really care for because it wasn't. It was like a per sequel, whereas proper oh was the true sequel. I still have them, you know, and stuff. But you break them down and have a wee rap. Break it down, DX chops and all. Just got DX chops right across the room there. Yep. Obviously, this is a music game. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you covered your favourite stage. What song strikes a chord in your heart with your sort of speak, Chris? Where does it... How... What song hits you right there? Well, right there? Yes, just you. Just don't cause yourself to have a heart attack by thumping mm. there. Um, I don't know. Road safety? <laughs> Road safety? Yes, road safety. They don't like cross it. They go like, look left, look right. It's all in the mind. Now you cross, and then you don't <laughs> die. You know they don't do that. Um, now, I would, again, it would have to be the first one. So would um, I? Don't really remember the one about the chicken or the toilet one. Um, <laughs> what? No, the toilet one. <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, and then there's one at the end, um, wherever he like raps in front of all his friends and stuff. I'd be like. All happy. Yeah. Happy peoples. Mm. Obviously, in the gaming industry, we have a lot of rumours that fly about the place. Yeah. Wow, that's such a shock, isn't it? <laughs> yes. uh, 2007 <laughs> saw a rumour that we would be getting Parappa 3. Oh, I see. That's <laughs> ah, waiting for this, it. This... <laughs> this is where your grimmer goes up and left. My what, sorry? Grimmer. My grimmer? Yeah, my grin. Your grimmer. Sure grin. Sure Khan? Yes. This is where Chris's grimmer goes up and left. In 2007, it was rumoured that Parappa 3 would may have been released <laughs> off the PS3. Uh, would, would may it have been? Yeah, would may, yeah. Uh, would may have been released on the PS3. Would this have been... What? Would this have a place in people's collection today? Yeah. I have a point to make on this. You know who would May is? That's actually uh, Aunt May from Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm Spider-Man, you know. Yeah, she does. Right. If this had been brought up earlier in the show, as in earlier episode, I don't think with the amount of music games nowadays out that it really would have fit you know, it would have just been another music game. They had to try and get stuff <laughs> right and all that sort of stuff. But now, specifically with the PlayStation, having Move 
Mm-hmm. I think Move brings the whole new dynamic to it. So I think if they were to develop a Parappa 3 in line with Move, and that it used Move instead of just going Triangle X, Square, yeah. all that sort of stuff, then I think it would definitely fit into the collection of games that you can have nowadays. Yeah, but you look at, like, say, Samba de Amiga, which was out in the Dreamcast, and you had the maracas with it, and then they brought it out again on the Wii, mm-hmm. because then you could use the nunchuck and the remote. Yeah. Whereas I think if they were to incorporate that, it would kind of be the first um, real next-gen dancing game, you know, dancing slash music game that you could do that with. Um, but, you know, even if... You're still going to have the core people who like the game, like myself and me and other people. Like you. Hello, Japan. Um, you know, who would maybe buy it for that, um, mm-hmm. for that reason, you know. Nostalgia. To, yeah, to try something different, even if they were bring out Parappa the Rapper 1 and 2 and incorporate that with Move, you know. Oh, I don't we think like the, <coughs> like we bit like they did with a completely different style of game uh, than Parappa the Rapper, uh, but uh, God of War. Yeah. I did it like a wee bit of a remaster and brought mm-hmm. up the HD quality obviously it'd be a lot harder than yeah, or the Resident Evils for like the Resident Evil 4 um, which or Resident Evil 1 which was out in the Gamecube and then brought it out back again in the Wii yeah. and did that with Resident Evil 0 as well so even if they did like a proper up greatest hits including like and yeah. you set a stop yeah, or, or proper up a trilogy which would have proper um jammer I mean proper too you know and that kind of thing sounds like a plan not happening though oh Anything you, anything we actually wish for never really does happen. Except Donkey Kong coming back to the Wii, which I'm happy about. Um, Boo. <laughs> okay, Christopher. This is a very hot question. Mm. Will Parappa be remembered in ten years' time? I would actually like to know how many people remember Parappa the Rapper. People who have actually listened to uh, the <laughs> brief... Um, subject of Parappa the Rapper. Not brief at all. Yeah, but it, we've kind of went off topic and we've talked about like butter beans and it's, stuff. It's no different to any other episode, Chris. <laughs> well, I'm her butt. But um, I would like to know if people could go to Pop Culture Network forums and type in there, I remember Parappa the Rapper and like their favourite stage and stuff. Yep, so definitely go to popculturenetwork.com, click on the forums button, then scroll down. And you will find the Operation Retro Shop section. Yes. And post away. Yes. And then say, I remember Parappa the Rapper. And then maybe how old you were whenever you played it. And if you would actually buy it now, or if the game was to be released today, what you would think of it. Yep, so feel free to go to the Pop Culture Network forums. Where are they? The Pop Culture Network forums already, Pop okay? Pop, Can pop, I finish my sentence? Pop, Can I? pop, 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 or send us a voicemail on Skype. At what address is it, Chris? What's your Skype uh, address? Vinto three one six. So you can do that also. So and at the bottom line, because Chris Vince said so. So yes, Pop Culture Network forums. Glass shatters everywhere. So Pop Culture Network forums <laughs> or Skype, as Chris just explodes in the corner. <laughs> so, answer, answer the question. Ten years, yes or no? Well, I don't think it. I mean, it's been out. It was released it, twelve years I think ago. It's going to be a case of people who really loved it will remember it, but it's one that can will probably drift it's away. Gonna be, it's going to be one. It's going to be one that has a cult 
uh, following, but it's not going to be remembered. I'd be very surprised if it's actually remembered in five years, let alone ten years. Sad times, ladies and gentlemen. It is. The dog will get put down. Oh, well, it's lived well. It's already been, you know, like, lived 12 years. Yeah, I mean, he's had a good innings, but, you know, it's a case of... Um, Time to take old Yeller behind the shed and put him out of his misery. That's not very nice at all. Be like, yo, boss, what, what you doing? Why are you gonna, why are you gonna kill me? Be like, bye. Okay. <laughs> why, why are you saying this? Because he'd be a dog, and he'd be like 12 years old, and 12 years old is quite well for a dog. Okay. Um, moving on? Yes, moving on. Well, you see, proper kind of is <laughs> in a bit of a... You know, like, the town he lives in, you know, it's a bit of an odd town. You know, in a bit of an odd world. Yes, really? Is it? Yes, yes, yes. I and, see, uh, see you know, he's doing. Yes. Good, good old Abraham Lincoln. Um, his first name, Abe, is the character in Odd World. Hello, follow me. And Wait! The author, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait! <sighs> Hello. See you after the break. We're back! No, we're not back, we have to go to the break, don't we? Yeah. Gotta go forwards to come back. See you after the break. Gonna break. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm Rob Bass from Not Mitten Box, and you're with Chris Vint and Alan Price, and this is Operation Retroshock, only on the Pop Culture Network. Hello, this is James Etook, and you're listening to Operation Retroshock. If you like 80s cartoons, and let's face it, how could you not, then be sure to pick up a copy of Serial Geek Magazine, the glossy 100-page ad-free magazine dedicated to GoBots. And somewhat more importantly, He-Man, She-Ra, Thundercats, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, G.I. Joe, etc. Head on over to www.serialgeek.com. That's cereal as in breakfast cereal. Go there now and pick up the animation magazine dedicated to 80s cartoons. Go now. This is Rapture Farms. They say it's the biggest meat processing plant on Oddworld. That's me. My name is Abe. I used to work here. Well, I was really a slave, like all the others. Then I learned they were gonna turn us into lunch. That's when I knew I had to escape. So, get me out of here! And help me rescue the others. Okay, everybody, we are back from the break. We're back! Brother! (laughs) (laughs) Whatcha gonna do? That was even more of a sadistic. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Than normal, so... uh, Will you let me tell you something mean, Alan? Hey, R.C. Because you said it might be a mean Jane, so you could be mean now. I'd be Lord Alfred. <laughs> Lord. Well, it doesn't really rhyme off the tongue when we go, let me tell you something. Lord you. Alfred. Yes, indeed. You're there in the corner with the British accent. Mm, hello. Tonight's mm. second mm. is Oddworld. Abe's. Hello. Again. <laughs> hello. 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 Oddworld began its life on the PlayStation 1. It did, yes. We're, of course, <laughs> on the show, are really random. 
How random was this game? Exceedingly random, Chris. Yes. Considering you can, like, roll in a little ball and roll along and then tell your Minicon friends to follow you and then you had, like, those slag things um, that you had to go and then you possessed them and then they, like, exploded them whenever you did it and stuff. <laughs> oh, Crap! Turn it off! Crap! Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, uh, so Chris has just proven the theory of how random this show actually is. Yes, indeed. Um, so yeah, it was uh, pretty random, but good fun. It was the best, like, um... It's like the best game ever. <laughs> okay, like, instead... It was like the best game ever because it was like totally random and it was like awesome. And don't listen to her because she's slack. She's like, Meredith, she's behind the back shed and she's like, turn it all up. Um, so yeah, it was the best, <laughs> it, be- it was the best, like, uh, platform game I played on the PlayStation 1. Uno, dos, tres. Uno, dos, tres, yes, indeed. It's random, it'd be like, what? <laughs> oh, fine, play it then. I have to wait until it kicks in. Here he comes. It's, uh... What you'd expect, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> play here, and uh, well, you're gonna enjoy. We're back. Sorry, we've been back for about a minute or two now. <laughs> no, but that's we've got like three. What the first question? <laughs> yep. Okay, do. He is like what was it? what was there was a, was a British TV Oak. show with like a character called Okey Doke. I could swear there was. I I'm going to find that out for the next episode. You d- are you not thinking of Ed the Duck? No, Okey Doke, and he was like a wee person like made out of oak. <laughs> I honestly I could swear by it. I'm are you not talking it. about that um, Doobie's Duck bus or something? No, honestly not. I will find Burble out for the next episode and I will report back. Doobie's Duck bus. Making stuff up. What is Samaflange? You read the next question. I'm about to burp. <laughs> well, neither. Give me that. What's the next uh, question? That uh, <laughs> uh, was the watery one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gross. The platform games were trying to elevate to 3D on the next-gen consoles. But would you say that this game and its counterpart, Abe's Exodus, would be the last 2D game? I would say for around this period of time, it would be pretty darn close to being one of the last ones. Pretty darn close. You hear that? Pretty darn close. Because I don't want to say, I don't want to put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to put it out there that I made the comment. Storm! I don't want to put the comment out there that I was the one that could be quoted as saying it was indeed the last 2D game. So I'm going to say it's pretty darn close to being the last 2D game. What do you okay. think? Yes. You agree? Yes. Abe had different commands to interact with his fellow Miracons, like, hello, follow me, etc. Did we think this was good, and also a funny way to interact with characters? Well, you simply (laughs) think about how many times we do it during the day, maybe at work, or just arsing about. Uh, (laughs) It's it's allowed. People say arse and ass on British uh, radio, so we get away with it on podcast. But then sometimes this is on the American or Canadian things with Pop Culture Network. But it originates in the UK, so that is all that matters. <laughs> yeah, but saying in that voice doesn't really help that it originates from the UK. It originates from the UK, so no matter. It doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> Seeing as the game is not on the top. So, so who you sound like? 
You went for GoldenEye? Don't see about it. Exactly. I am invincible. No bars, you're not. Um, so yes, follow me, wait. We do it pretty much every day at work. So it has such randomness that makes us love it so. What are you doing? I've an itchy ear. Um, it yes, about. it does. It's very unique in the fact that I don't think you have many characters who'll tell uh, you know the people to come on or that yeah. kind of thing. You know, I can't really think of any other games that have incorporated that kind of thing. I can. What? Not during the time period, but I can. What? Resident Evil. Yo, come on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Remember that annoyance when you play with an AI. This game won many awards, including the Nobel Peace Prize. No, sorry, the Nobel Prize from the PC. Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> yeah, the Nobel Prize from PC Computing Magazine in December 1997. Whoa. Oh my goodness, that is absolutely out of this world. E3 Showstopper 1997 from Game Pro in August. Stop the show. <laughs> in August. Oh, stop the show. In August stop 1997, the and the award for best director from the World Animation oh, Festival oh, in 1997. How do you get a best director for a game unless it's like Metal Gear Solid that actually has numerous cutscenes from the World Animation Festival? So the cutscenes and stuff. And the game's audio was often singled out for praise. GameStop gave the music a score of 9 out of 10. Like Parappa the Rapper. Not good did enough. Sum up <laughs> like Parappa the Rapper. Also 9.1. Like <laughs> did this sum up how good the game was? Why am I talking in the Middle East? I really wish you would stop it, otherwise you'll get this clipboard around your ear. Okay, that's why it's called clipboard. Ha 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 So what, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to probably read this again because yes. I've forgotten what it is. Game won many awards, including Nobel Peace Prize from PC Computing Magazine in December 1997, E3 Show Stopper in 1997 from GamePro in August 1997, and the award for Best Director from the World Animation Festival in, you guessed it, 1997. The game's audio was often singled out for praise. GameStop gave it a score 9.1 out of 10. Like Parappa... That is fine. I'm happy with you. Like Parappa the Rapper, did it sum up how good the game was? Question mark. So if you win many awards, it does indeed make it a very good game. Do you not think so? Yes, I think so. But are you surprised that this game hasn't been available for download on the PlayStation Network Store? Very much so. I think it actually has been. I think I'll actually retract that question because I have a funny feeling that it actually has been. Well, this is the sort of thing is you've sold your PlayStation and yes, I... Yes, releasing the PSN Store to be ha- purchase this and have fun playing it, so... Well done on your research there, Chris. Thank yeah. you for making me look very, like very drunk. Yeah! Yay! Job done. <laughs> that just, that just yeah, makes Chris happy. Back. That uh, yeah. to make me look like an idiot. Yes. But uh, unfortunately, it's probably one. If I actually used my PlayStation all that much, that I probably would buy. But simply because the PlayStation's just sitting there as Blu-ray nowadays, it's uh, doesn't really cross my mind, sadly. Okay. So we had Sonic Tuesday, but when this Yay! game first starts releasing a PlayStation DOS. <laughs> Windows on September 19, awesome. 1997. The day was dubbed Odd Friday. I like it. I like uh, it. By the developer and publisher. And then up at the top it says 35 for some reason. Over 500,000 <coughs> units were originally released oh, worldwide. The Japanese version followed in October. And the Sega Saturn version was also announced by GT Interactive. But was never released. Oh um, no. Do you think that Odd Friday would have been a good day? I would have liked to have been involved. Because, sure... Fl- you fed it right in for being odd. Uh, you could have dressed up as odd job. Uh, what, with my bowler cap? 
Buller hot. Yeah, it's not a cop. I don't know why I call hats <laughs> cops. It's it's. I don't know. And I was like that um, great cartoon strip, Andy Hat, as you call him then. <laughs> Andy Hat. Instead <laughs> 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 Andy Cap. <laughs> Sound like I'm about to wheeze there. It's like Um so on Friday. Uh, well, I nearly I nearly say every day and well <laughs> not every day, every Friday and works an odd Friday, but uh yeah, probably would have been good. Imagine everybody dressing up as like wee aliens and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Wouldn't be would have been something that uh Just then hello, follow me, wait. Yeah, but quickly follow me. You want a strategy guide? <laughs> I don't know why he'd be talking like Dusty Rhodes again. DVD. Like, you wait at that store, then we come and get you, and then you come in buy strategy guide, special controller, <laughs> charger lead for the special controller, uh, also like a cover for the special controller, a docking station for the special controller, and then you buy the another game. special controller in case the special controller breaks. breaks. Then you buy the game. And then we'd be like, you want to pre-order another special season of a game? And you'd be like, you have to pre-order everything, you have to special the controller, and then just all that sort of stuff. So yes, it was a very odd Friday uh, in my head. Okay, so um, Odyssey or Exodus, um, what do we enjoy playing more, and do we notice any difference between the two? Abe's Exodus was the sequel to Abe's Odyssey. Yes, we have mentioned this previously. Okay. Me... Wicked. Like that. Woman's toppings. Easy there. Um, <laughs> I'd probably edge the Odyssey. Why? Because I like the name. <laughs> because my ice hockey team plays in the Odyssey Arena. Oh, for God. God's sake. Enough of the hockey. I hockey. Crud. I hockey. Love the hockey. No. Um, as I hit my, <laughs> as I hit my <laughs> microphone with my wire. Sorry about that. Um, but for game-wise, I think Odyssey, just because, like we say, it was out there for the soul, you know, of the, the follow me, the weights. I just absolutely love him. Even though he be a character and he always do that, even in the later games. Did I you like ever him. play the one on the, the two on the Xbox? I don't think I did, no. The uh, strange... Stranger's Wrath was more like a first person shitter and another one that had the wee guy who was in the wheelchair <laughs> whoa on Xbox people yeah because then you hear that <laughs> of the wheels as <laughs> coming along that could spe- sound like something else Chris yeah indeed Just what about fast. yourself <laughs> potato Pot- what potato uh, what do you prefer uh, the first one yeah. Epic wins for the Odyssey then. So that kind of concludes our uh, 13 minute discussion of Oddworld. <laughs> so, uh, like we said, it's a random game. We've been random. Yeah, uh-huh. but any money driver will not have uh, any randomness in that because it'll be Alan's pick and I'll be going, oh, we have to talk about driver and driving things and I don't know what I'm talking about like this. And Sound like Colonel Saunders. Yeah. Uh, Fox, don't Saunders, be going up Saunders. there. <laughs> Um, but <laughs> and with that, what we're going to do is we're not going to go to commercial break. No, well, going no, 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 wait, we are going to commercial break. We're going to a sad, very short commercial break and be like, hello, the commercial break. And then we be going. Hello, my name be somebody other from popculturenetwork.com. Listen to my show or watch my show because it'd be great. Yeah, and always on popculturenetwork.com. Network, ne- network, network, <laughs> Net- network. We um, have the nits. It'd be always awesome on the pop network network. <laughs> Chickweird culture dot com, popculturenetwork dot com. 
with the sweet hallock, the rock bases, and the pistol stands, and absolutely everybody on there. So we're going to give over the break, and then we're going to come back with the Retro Renegade. <laughs> That's right. We're going to be talking to TJ Green and TJ Green. Well, well we not be talking to TJ Green. TJ Shop. Green. Oh, shut up. TJ Green, he's just going to be talking. He's going to be talking about Mortal Kombat. Oh, PlayStation 1, surprisingly. Yeah, and Johnny Cage, and uh, other people, whose name I forget, Sub-Zero, and uh, Sonya, and uh, Mortal Kombat, and all that stuff. Alrighty, so everybody enjoy, and we sign over to you, TJ, and we will see you in about seven or eight minutes. Come back in, in five or six minutes. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. See you in a bit, people. Uh, Rich is the next topic, by the way. Hi, this is Larry Cavi, the voice of Lionel from Thundercat. You're listening to Alan Price and Chris Vince on Operation Retroshock. Thunder, 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 Thundercat. Oh! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first edition of the Retro Renegade Rave. My name is T.J. Green. And I, of course, am the Retro Renegade. I'm here to put my own spin on films and even video games that I've enjoyed. And what could be more exciting than taking a look back at a video game that was released for the PlayStation 1 gaming console? I, of course, am talking about Mortal Kombat 4. Now, Mortal Kombat is largely considered to be one of the most popular fighting game series in gaming history. I happen to personally agree with this. Now, the previous incarnations were more of a uh, 2D system. You only moved from left to right, and the characters were created by using motion capture on live actors. A very bloody and violent gaming series, but insanely popular. Mortal Kombat 4 would be the very first game in the series to go... Well, to attempt to go beyond that. Mortal Kombat 4 had a more three-dimensional aspect towards it. One of the things I loved about this game was the ability to save endings for, this, for the different characters. Uh, Liu Kang, Tanya, Sub-Zero, Sonya Blade. Each game deepened stories for the myriad of combatants. Also, I believe MK4 was the pioneer that made it easier for PS2 sequels like uh, MK Deadly Alliance, uh, Mortal Kombat Deception, and Armageddon, and so forth. Now, usually, a gaming series that is based in tournament fighting can only go so far before it gets old. But MK4 reinvented itself with good storylines, returning character favorites like Liu Kang, Scorpion, and Sub-Zero, bloodier fatalities, and of course, the improved fighting engine. To uh, briefly summarize this game, uh, Shinnok, an elder god who fell from grace, decides he's going to attempt to destroy the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the same storyline for every game. Some bad guy tries to take over the world, but first he needs to eliminate the primary threats to his plans. Spoiler alert here. One of the endings shows what happens when a female newcomer named Tanya deceives Liu Kang into an ambush by Shinnok and Quan Chi. Liu Kang is at that moment given a choice. Join Shinnok's side or die. Well... Liu Kang tells Shinnok to stuff it, and abruptly dies horribly. 
don't take this to heart because Liu Kang dies again in the beginning clip of Deadly Alliance. Now, I've heard of people referring to this as the worst MK game that hit the series. And I would almost agree, but I would only agree if you judge the characters and situation off of the horrific live-action incarnation Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, this movie I may cover at a later time. But if you give it a fresher and more open eye, then this game is top-rate for a game released by a now inferior system. I give this my retrograde of three and three-quarter stars. I would like to take a quick moment to thank the hosts of Operation Retroshock, Alan Price and Chris Vint, for bringing me on board. The Retro Renegade has been unleashed, and I can bring forth my vast knowledge of my favorite retro properties. So thank you all for listening in, and until next time, this is the Retro Renegade saying, if it's not rockin', it's not retro. What's up, folks? You are listening to Operation Retro Shock with crazy cool Chris Vent and awfully awesome Alan Price. If one of your favorite retro memories happens to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, then by all means, check out Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk on PopCultureNetwork.com. Every week we get reacquainted with old friends from the original Playmates TMNT toy line. Fab Four fans, new and old, won't be sorry for checking it out. That's Radical Retro Turtle Toy Talk, and you can only find it on PopCultureNetwork.com. up your engine yeah because we're talking about Ridge Racer I want to play some Ridge Racer and I just spat my screen that's not very nice yeah so everybody as you can tell we are back with Ridge Racer <laughs> yeah! so yes Chris would you mind uh, going in for a pit stop or something while we get ready I don't to need the toilet right there yeah, check that! Nitrous! So I'll exit out of that. How about that? Happy enough for that, we? First there? Yeah. So yes, everybody, we're back, and it is time... to discuss about Ridge Racer. <laughs> I can't win. Coming right up. Is that right, Kit? My name's not Michael, Kit. I'm not Michael. Under normal circumstances, I would have introduced myself first, but I'm afraid these aren't exactly normal circumstances. Why is that? I don't understand. That's because you're a computer in a car. Michael, is that you? No, I am not called <laughs> Michael. Good night. Okay, good night. See you later. What? All you have to do is look at the monitor. 
I'm looking at the monitor of my laptop. I am not Michael. I'm not qualified to overrule your wishes. I am the voice of Light Industry 2000's microprocessor. K-I-T-T for easy reference. A kit if you prefer. Tit? I don't understand. Oh, shut up. Right, <laughs> yeah, you'll get that car off my show immediately. No. Right. Again, after a crazy random start. Dun, 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 dun. Just eat that jelly baby. Mm -hmm. We From are doctor's back. pocket. Ah! <laughs> uh, I give up! I give up! I have had enough with this show. <laughs> Stop interrupting me! <laughs> never. Nice. I'll never turn. You have failed, Your Highness. I'm a Jedi, like my father before me. He actually looks like Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Rolf Harris. Oh, it doesn't work for the clipboard. I can't do the Rolf Harris. Right, Ridge Racer. Mm -hmm. Ridge Racer was in the arcades first and released in the USA on the 9th of September 1995, and 20 days later in Europe. How did we first get to grips, huh? With the terrific <laughs> drifting arcade game, Chris. Yeah, uh, with a wheel. Yes, we need more than an answer to that. Uh, <laughs> he really picks the most inopportune time to wipe the legs of his nose. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't wipe my ass in front of you, thankfully. I am so glad you don't. Where are you, where are you going now? <laughs> to show you something. Oh, right, okay. He's away to get something to show me about Ridge Racer here. Ooh, pretty box. Please explain to the listeners what you have in front of you. I have Ridge Racer 4, which came with this. This is the crazy joypad, isn't it? Yeah. This is the... I am now holding in my hands the crazy... We'll put a picture up if you all... It's called the Jog Con controller. If you all go to popculturenetwork.com and go into the forums, we'll post, uh, along with this episode's description, a picture of said PlayStation controller. It's like... You've got the normal kind of style PlayStation controllers, maybe a wee bit, <coughs> I'd say, what, squarer? It's a wee bit squarer, the joypad sticks out the bottom aren't kind of as yeah. wide as the PlayStation controller. But you've got, like, this crazy, like, spinny wheel, which isn't moving. Oh, there, it's moving now. Um, spinny wheel in the middle. And, Chris, please explain to everybody that what the story behind the spinny wheel is on this controller. That's how you actually are meant to play the like Ridge Racer Type 4 um, that came bundled See, as you can hear Billy. That came bundled with it or you, can get, packaging. or you can get what's called the Neck Neckon controller which I have in the other room which is the one that you twisted <laughs> which is the one that you twisted um, but this is just the most random controller ever really um, but obviously we got I got the grips with um, Ridge Racer just with a normal controller and stuff I never played it in the arcade. I played a game called Rave Racer in the mm -hmm. arcade, which yeah, was never, that. which was never released in the home console, which is very good. But uh, we, Ridge need, Racer, we need more of that nowadays. Yeah, we need more good racing games like Ridge Racer Seven, Seven for the. Um, I'm having trouble getting this in the box. Um, Ridge Racer Seven for the um, PlayStation Three, I think, wasn't up to much. Neither was Ridge Racer Six. For this the is the sort of thing: is the arcade was kind of always where everybody kind of got a, you know. Yeah, the typical grips with the likes of a Ridge Racer or a Tekken or whatever. And, and we need we need more of that back in games sort of thing. I know it's all too easy now for developers. All too easy. It's all too easy and uh, cheaper. 
for games developers to you know just make a game for the home console because they know in the long run that uh, they'll make a lot of money out of it as Chris is prepping your photo everybody for the website um, sadly it's a case of our local arcade actually shut down recently um, Chris <laughs> is posing it doesn't work Chris you're not that pho- you're not that photogenic yeah he's yeah yeah, you aren't photogenic at all. That's very good. I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure everybody will love that. Yeah. But uh, kind of the place that not per se local, but maybe ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes down the road. Uh huh. Um, you didn't actually buy that. Ninety nine p. We'll talk. We'll talk on that in a minute. <laughs> um, it was kind of a bowling alley, <coughs> lots of stuff on an arcade. You know the Odyssey Bowl. Oh yeah. It you know had a load of like arcade stuff. It. It was kind of odd that had outrun. Yeah, it had outrun as well. It had outrun. It had like Fast and the Furious. It had eighteen wheel truckers. Basically, that sort of you know, it had a whole ton of racing games. Um, House of Dead. And it was always busy, Mm -hmm. which is the weird reason, you know, well, the weird reason that we uh, are baffled by the fact that it's now closed down because it's always packed to the walls. Everybody in playing pool as well, and then nipping off to the arcade machines. So it's kind of sad to see this industry is kind of dying out here. I would say in the UK, maybe in the US, it's still you know viable. I don't think I don't think a lot of people would say. I don't think people would say I'm going on the arcade here to play yeah. play a game or whatever. It's nearly too easy nowadays just to sit, have your game at home and play it. Yeah, or go and rent a an, an game and then go home and play it and sit in the comfort Aye. of your home. Well, that's the sort of thing, you know. Who's well? I know the likes of us and all would still be interested in the whole arcade thing, but <laughs> many kids nowadays aren't going to take, say, maybe their three or you know four or whatever how much they get for pocket money each week that they've saved up and go down to an arcade and blow it on three games on the arcade machine. Mm. Then go when was, and, when go and get a last, home console and take when it. When was the last two. time you went and played an arcade game? Probably that time we were last up there, like probably what was about two months ago. Mm. That was probably the last time I played an arcade game, and probably will be for quite some time now, by the looks of it. Do um, you have Xbox Live Arcade? I know, but again, that's it on a whole. Rupee a tapper. I still have Outrun, so I'm Sonic having that on the Xbox, but it's still, you know, quite sad to see it happening. <laughs> yep. Uh, so <laughs> after that, about. Six minutes sad rant. <laughs> it's dying. We'll now uh, go- move on with Ridge Racer. Um, hey, Outrun! Outrun was a game that we have covered, but would you say that this was the first drifting game on a home console, Chris? Yes. This is my first real love of a racing game was Ridge Racer, and I love it so. I do love it so. And my dad used to love like there was Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer Revolution, Ridge Racer, Ridge Racer Type Four, Ridge Racer Five, Six, and Seven. But Ridge Racer, followed closely by Ridge Racer, one of my favourite incarnations. And Ridge Racer Type Four was quite good because you could unlock a Pac-Man car. That is absolutely <laughs> epic. <laughs> Just imagine, just imagine having like ghost cars in front of you, and be like, and then just eating all the cars in front of you to get past them instead of having to drive around them and stuff like that. You can't do that. Should be able to. No. Nope. Why not? 
I don't know, ask Namco. I want to do that. <laughs> Namco, listen to me. What I want you to do. Another Ridge Racer. Ah! <laughs> he punched me in the knee. I want you to do another game where you have a Pac-Man car and have ghosts and tracks like a maze and you're like, wah, 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 How about we play Chocobo Racing or Mega Man Racing? Chocobo Racing. <laughs> you want to play Mega Man Racing? I... I am totally baffled right now. Diddly Congress. Now that I will play immediately. I won't. <laughs> Mock. That's an on versus Chris for the future Diddly Congress. Yeah, we didn't play Smash Brothers, too. Well, we can do that as well. Uh, we can do that as well. We can do that as well. Um, yeah, this was definitely the first Drifting game I played. Because Drifting wasn't a big part of racing games up until probably the turn of the last decade you know the you know the 2000s yeah you know with the likes of Burnout and all that yeah kind of you stuff. know because Ridge Racer was way ahead of its curve when it comes to bringing drifting into a game it wasn't bringing drifting into, into a game in a realistic sense but you know it was still bringing it in yeah because you didn't get it until the likes of 2000 onwards with a Burnout with Need for Speed and all, because it didn't really come in until the point where everybody kind of got into the fad of street racing with Fast and the Furious had came out. So, Burnout had drifting, Need for Speed had drifting. Basically, every sort of racing Juiced. game that came out, the likes of Juice as well, was about getting a ca- getting a car, doing it up, paint all that random stuff, and going mad around corners and yeah, that sort of stuff. And then drifting competitions and also midnight club. Yeah, so we've just reeled off about a half a dozen there. Yeah. So Grand Turismo. No, not really. <laughs> I'm joking. You can drift a car in Grand Turismo, but it's very hard because it's realistic. Yeah. I love Grand Turismo. Delayed until 2015. Don't get me started on another delay. <laughs> May only be like two weeks, but it's still another delay. Falfenigel, you are a disgrace. To call yourself a games developer. Just stop delaying! Okay. Uh, Ridge Racer has a lot of sequels. Ridge Racer 2, Ridge Racer. Wait, wait, what, what? Ridge Racer 2, Ridge Racer, Ridge 4, 5, 6, 7. If this wasn't our favourite Ridge Racer game, which in the series would it be? Over to you, Chris. Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer? Ridge Racer. Because you were very angry. <laughs> Rage Racer! Oh yeah, Rage Racer! Yeah, I played that on my PlayStation! Yeah, dig it! Well, that's, that would be my favourite if Macho Man was in it. Oh yeah! You gonna race up that hill, yeah! Get nitrous, oh yeah! That, honestly, please, can we get that made? <laughs> can we get like, Macho Man Rage Racing! Cajun Rage! That's, that's Namco? I'll be on. I'll be on the phone or in the email or something like that. We shall get the Macho Man involved. Rage Racer, it is then. Uh, another. What, what was what? yours? So I said Rage Racer, it is. Okay, Bafflin. Bafflin. Bafflin with your eyes. You're like, <gasps> and who? Another bonus for the original PlayStation version released in 1995 allowed the player to listen to music through the PlayStation. <gasps> By removing the game disc and inserting a music CD. 
This was because the, inca- the entire game code ran within the RAM of the PlayStation, and the CD was used only for playing music tracks. From the disc once the game was loaded. However, players could not switch tracks, and the music was started on a random track. Did we use this feature? Yes. I did. Who would honestly though, who wouldn't at this moment in time want to have their own music playing in their game? Yeah, because the music in racing games by rights is normally muck. Yeah. Usually get like uh three tracks that you know. Yeah. They may not be favourite tracks, but they're tracks you know so they're the ones that end up just getting played and played and played and played and played. But to have the option of doing this back in nineteen ninety five on your home games console, you know, thinking about like, you know, it being a PlayStation One, mm. you know, PlayStation One game, and having the ability to actually do that—that that they managed that the game itself would run on the RAM. You're sure even nearly games nowadays, you go eject and it just goes, <laughs> and it just freezes. Yeah, or it goes back to the home system. Yeah, or it just goes back to the home page. Um, because that's the thing you know, we discussed it during the Outrun review and the Outrun comments that uh, you know we would play the wrestling themes or whatever through the Xbox's hard drive mm-hmm. while the game's playing and obviously the Xbox can do that with pretty much any game now yeah so it can so again it shows Ridge Racer um, as ahead of its curve I comes to music how about this is just an idea Chris um, as I look at my imaginary watch on my <laughs> um, a combination of Ridge Racer and Parappa the Rapper. You can't do that. Why not? Round that corner, Lapa. press triangle, then press square down at the other corner. No, stupid. No, it isn't. It is. Isn't. I guarantee you, I would make a gold mine at that game. You'd make a gold mine at that game. Yeah, it'd make a cool mine from that game. Well, Parappa Racer. Parappa the Ridge Racer. <laughs> that sounds awful. No, wouldn't. What would be your favourite track when you were playing it? The first one. I don't know what they're called. No, I don't <laughs> mean... You... <laughs> your music track? My own microphone. Your music track? That you would put on a CD and into the game. I don't know, I'll probably put on some Queen or Vanilla Ice. Hello, Queen! <laughs> Fat bottom girls. Hi, hi, they can't fit in the car. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. Gotta go in the boot. <laughs> Damn! Oh. Hate mail for Alan Price at popculturenetwork.com. Sorry, what? Vintoman at popculturenetwork.com is my email. <laughs> really? Email me at vintoman at popculturenetwork.com and I'll get that right away. Um, yeah, um, so I would just put on like some Queen music or something. Queen or is pretty good, obviously, for racing game a bit of something, something with a bit, of, something with a bit of rock in it. Or if I had some wrestling CDs, I would have popped that in. I could just imagine like the Rock just singing about his pie yeah. and stuff, like the Honky Tonk Man's music and you know British Barber Beefcake. Virgil. Yeah, you know that was that would be good driving. Track. Bang yo! It's me! It's me! It's DDP. Diamond upside down is it? Damn! That's that's one for the future as well. What? Ray Rumbler? Oh yes. 
Ridge Racer was awarded the best drive. We're f- we've got obsessed with awards, you know. <laughs> yeah, really have. Yeah. Ridge Racer has e. What? No. What? <laughs> I. I. My mouth can't work no more. Ridge Racer was awarded best driving game of 1995 by. Oh, we're back with our friends from Electronic Gaming. Um, the 1995 uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly Best Driving Game. What? That doesn't make any sense at all. How is the best driving game of 1995 when it's Electronic Gaming Monthly? Did they do like a year? Did they do a year-end special? Must have done. I hear they could call it EGY. Think you could have fought this up, Electronic Gaming? Um, with this feature in our top five racing games, I think the answer must be yes. <laughs> yes. Grand Turismo the top for me. What would be your five top risk games then? Ooh, put me on the <laughs> spot. Uh, Gran Turismo in some form would be number one. Uh, Chocobo Racing. Chocobo Racing at number two. <laughs> uh, Sonic Racing at number three. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's um, it's I would probably put uh, Gran Turismo, Mario Kart, um, what else? Gran Turismo, Mario Kart, and mine's went blank. Colin McRae? No, I wouldn't call, put Colin McRae. Split second. I would put... Need for Diddy Speed. Kong Racing. Um, <coughs> split second, obviously, again, it wasn't really... You know, a realistic Pokemon one. Pokemon Racing? And I'd probably have Ridge Racer at racing. five. No, no Pokemon Racing? No. There was Pokemon Racing? <laughs> I do not know of this information. <laughs> Squirtle and a Mario Kart. That would be quite interesting. Me, me. What about you, Chris? What's your top five? Um, Looney Tunes Racing, Chocobo Racing, <laughs> Mario Kart Racing. Uh, Any other question, Chris, the far, please? <clears throat> Probably Ridge Racer, um, Rage Racer. Um, Gran Turismo was never really that really fond of. Mario Kart. Um, I can't really think of well, I'm the best. <laughs> Burnout. And... I don't know. Something else. Something along those lines? Yeah. Okie dokie. Will you be the Mario? What? Mario! Um, That was Mario kind of on a bit... On a bit speed or something like that. <laughs> Ridge Racer has even come out... What? Ridge Racer has even come out on the iPhone as a download, as obviously you heard at the start of the segment, with Chris firing up his iPhone and playing a bit of Ridge Racer. Like a crazy individual. Um, is it a great game, in your opinion, Christopher? A game that from 15 years ago... <coughs> Sorry. There you cough during my speech. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> I'm putting my microphone on mute and then I leave. Okay. Bye-bye. <sighs> so, um... Where were we? Um, well, which well, is second last question you Download is a great game from 15 years ago, and has it still got the same appeal as it used to? I would say on the iPhone, no, it sucks on the iPhone. Don't buy it for the iPhone, but for like ah, you bought it on the iPhone, gnarly. Uh, it was only 59p. It was actually reduced, so that's why I bought it. Great, we'll then stop talking. Um, so yeah, if you can get Ridge Racer 7 cheap enough for your Xbox 360. No, Ridge Racer 7 for your PS3 and Ridge Racer ah. 6. 
Oh, Richard's a 6 free Xbox 360. Get that cheap enough. That's the point. Not brown. Um. <laughs> um. Um, so we yeah, get those um, instead of getting Red Tracer for your iPhone because it sucks in my opinion. Uh, are you going to do that? Aren't you? <laughs> no. Dirty. I can't speak now. <laughs> Great. I've got bits in my teeth. Read the last question. Last question is. Not last question, last point even. Last point, hard question. Red Tracer or Gran Torino? What? <laughs> yeah. That's my secret. Red Tracer or Gran Torino? Turismo! <laughs> no Torino with Clint Eastwood. I Gran Turismo here. Thanks, <laughs> Rizme. You like Gran Turismo, Red Tracer, eh? It'd be like Gran Turismo for me. I'd obviously be talking Red Tracer all the way, Beezer like, and all that jazz. That's because Chris knows nothing about racing games. Ben. Excuse me, if Red Tracer was get a new release, it wouldn't be delayed for like about five years. That wouldn't be as good. It would be, it would be even better. This Grand Tristan was going to bomb and go... How much cheat in I got for that? Five pounds. Why? Because it's muck. Mm-hmm. Would you like to pre-order Signature Edition? How much will that be? 150 pounds. What do you get? A key ring and an art book. How much do you want to bet? That, I'd have 50p. Uh, Give me 50p. The signature edition in the States. 50p. 50p. That the signature edition in the States is $150. Probably. And as usual, the UK and Europe is getting bent <laughs> and taken right up the jacksie. Taken right up the back alley. And uh, smash the back doors in. <laughs> Oosh! Oosh! <laughs> Celebrity Tooth, ITV Tooth Thursdays at 10pm. Uh, but yeah, we're getting we're getting screwed for money, as always. Because well, not because I'm not buying a friendly. Well, this is the thing. Let's talk about this game instead. Fine. We have covered... <sighs> so Red Tracer for you, Grand Prisma for me, yes? Yeah. Fine. What are your thoughts? Head over to Pop Culture Network Forum and post. Yes, do that. Well, no, why is it... Wait. If you're doing it immediately, pause the show, and then come back, and we'll be ready. Red, we wait for you. Plus, we want... Sh- wait for the people. We want to hear from the people who are working on Podcasting Network. So it's Pixel Dan, and Scott Cash, and Devar, and Kittle, and Flavor Dave. Flavor Dave. Flavor Dave. No, Flavor Dave, he'd be cool. Yes. Flavor Dave, he'd be awesome. Yep. Everyone else, mm. Okay, so we're here. Lord Killen? No, me not worship him. Oh, that's nasty, that. Nasty, but Flavor Dave, he doesn't support him. <laughs> okay, we'll hear from you in a minute. Ready? Wait. What did you say? What did you say? Can't say that. Can't swear. <laughs> okay, Chris. Let's talk about this. Right. Before we go to our <laughs> final break, then you can talk about that game. Off you go, Chris. What is it? It is not He Man. <laughs> uh, it is the Masters of the Universe interactive He Man Defender of Grayskull game by Midas on the PlayStation 2. Why do you get the PlayStation 2 game out in PlayStation 1 episode? Uh, Just wipe the dust off that there, Chris. <gasps> Blow the dust off your old games. Right, I'm just going to... Uh, it's a great game. Come back after the break. <laughs> and we'll talk about... Alright, you're not going to talk about it then? No, I was only keeping it going. Hey man, this is not on the show. Yay! Oh no! Ah! 
I, uh, I, I knocked over Coke. Ow. Ouch. I don't think I'm going to make it to the Christmas episode, ladies and gentlemen, and I may be saved from uh, hearing Chris talk about the Christmas special off. He you have to watch it, sure. I've seen the uh, Nostalgia Critics review, and no way in hell am I watching through that entire You're thing. watching it. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I've saw the highlights. I ordered a force. I watched the Nostalgia Critics twenty odd minute review, of it, <coughs> and I'm happy enough for that. Thank you. See you after the break with Driver. Later. Hey gang, make sure you listen to the animated world of Flavor Dave and Duvall with Flavor Dave and Duvall right here on the PopCultureNetwork.com. That was good, dude. That was Thank good. You. Make sure you listen to us every Friday where we have a new episode for you where we talk about animation news when we can find it. Can find it. And we cover the greatest and sometimes forgotten and not so greatest animated TV shows and films of all time. So make sure you check us out right here on Pop Culture Network. Word. Hey, this is Chris Jericho and Bob. You're listening to Operation Retroshock with Chris and Alan, the sexiest beast in the UK. That's me, of course. we're back so yes we're back and we're here to talk about driver on the playstation one what i'm singing i don't know i hear noises i hear noises in my head driver on the <laughs> playstation one my well i was going to say ultimate game on the PlayStation one the raw GM has rang in. What does he say, Chris? We're going to bed, mate. Mom going out for Andrea at ten tomorrow. Keep the noise down, please. Ha. Huh? That's because of you screaming. <laughs> uh, you are being told off by the raw general manager. <laughs> it's okay. I just disconnect him. Ooh, he disconnected the raw general manager. But yeah, anyway, um driver on the PlayStation 1, what I would consider my second best game. So what were you saying? When was Doctor Who involved in Driver, Chris? Let's go off to the Shepton Mouth Antique Fair and go bargain hunting. <laughs> Help me! Oh, I don't, I don't, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> right, it's my second favorite game ever on the PlayStation One. Um, the game was designed to obviously mimic. <laughs> I 
I think an A-team game would be good with driving in it. It would, yes, it'd be very fun, but yeah. we're not discussing that. that can <laughs> we're be not that, discussing? That can, we can discuss that when we do uh, A-team in a future episode. Which we'll talk about near the end of this show. What, will we? Yes, remember the way I talked to you about what we're going to do in the next show? The TV special, including that. I've, I've, I've lost everything. <laughs> we'll do it in a minute. Um... <laughs> Can I please get started now? <coughs> no, because you were doing the same with me with proper apples, so what goes around I comes was, around. I was booting up my iPhone and playing random noises when I was trying to talk. You were talking in different voices, so potato, potato. Boot up your iPhone and play driver, so the folks at home can hear what it's like. Phil. Um, Gerald. What? I thought we were just coming up with names. What the f- You said Phil? That doesn't- Oh, Phil as in- <laughs> Take time up. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hear somebody talking. Really does, doesn't that make you think of just, you know, like- Shaft? Ooh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much like Shaft. But that's the thing, it was designed around that- Sort of style, the whole 60s and 70s uh, car chase movies. Uh, the likes of Bullet was a big inspiration. Obviously. Bullet Bill? Not Bullet Bill. Uh, I'm turning that off now. Thanks. Um, Can I play some music? No, you can't play some music. Let's get on with this. Already, please. The game was designed to mimic 60s and 70s car chase movies. Did we feel this in the game? Yes, we did indeed, because obviously. San Francisco was a big part of the game, and San Francisco is nearly as I wreck my clipboard on the floor. Um, big part of the movie Bullet with Steve McQueen. Have you seen Bullet, Chris? I have it on HD DVD, but I haven't watched it. You're missing out on a lot because it has the most fantastic car in it ever, the Mustang. It is a lovely car, which also stars in Gone in 60 Seconds, another fantastic car movie. Um, but it's got that whole 60s and 70s car chase movies feel in the sense of uh, minimal plot and loads of driving about and racing. This is a key thing, in my opinion, to the success driver. What are you looking around shiftily? <laughs> Stop. Please join in. I want you to rip something apart, or at least... Not your TARDIS t-shirt. Um, but this game was extremely successful on PlayStation 1, spawning numerous sequels. Um, hence that it was ranked at number 12 on IGN's list of the top 25 games of all time. Oh, thank you. No, I don't think it would feature my top 25. Because it's you, Chris. You'd probably rate flipping Masters of the Universe, He-Man, Defender of whatever in there. <laughs> Defender of whatever. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. With Dolph Lundgren on the front by the way. Love, Lovedren, did I say? Or Lundgren, did I say Lundgren? Or did I think I you said uh, Dolph, I love him. Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. But it was rated as number 12 in the top 25 games of all time by AGN for the first PlayStation console. Well... It's, uh, would you read it at all in your top 25, Chris? 
It's not a game. <coughs> it's not a right, game. But that's... again, you know, you aren't you just off racing people, so it wouldn't be as influential on that aspect. Yes, I was going to say that I played it, but it's not a game that I would go back to now to revisit. Maybe whenever we go on to an exp- another point to do with something to do with that. Is it Xbox? Yes. Okay. Um, with that. You know, like, I could maybe um, get the new one because I do like the likes of the Grand, uh, Grand Theft Autos and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, but for sure. Um, you know, it was certainly a lot better than the second one. Was it the second one that had the horrible pop-ups? <coughs> yeah, was there, the was ran- there was random stuff in the later ones. Uh, the you know, because number one, because number one was so successful. Because number one was so successful, um, it spawned obviously numerous sequels. But the big problem. That arose from those. Arose from those. Was that they tried to be too like Grand Theft Auto, and they moved away what ma- away from what made the game very popular, and that was the pure driving based part of it, um, which is what they're trying to do with did the. Did you ever play? Did you ever play? Oh, it's still kind of on top. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play the Star City and Hutch game for the PlayStation Two? I never did, but it's something I actually fancied. It's something similar to. Driver plus the fact that you could play two players and one of you is in the car and then one of you is actually the other guy shooting out of the car. Oh, that's cool. So it's something that if you like the likes of the driver games and you like the the driving of it, I think you would like that. Sweet. Uh, what do we think of the aspect of the training mode in the game and now seeing it in Driver San Francisco as well? Obviously, it was a key part of the trailer. For me personally, um, being a big driver fan, I marked out. When I saw the teaser trailer being, obviously it showed you nothing of the in-game, in in Graham. Yeah. In the in Graham graphics. Yeah, Graham uh, trailers in it. Do I not like orange? In the, uh, showed you no in-game graphics or anything like that, but it was just seeing what you'd love <coughs> from the original game, the way it started, the way your story began in the original Driver. The you know the slalom, the emergency stop, the burnouts, all that sort of stuff. It was great to actually see it uh, up there on the screen to actually promote its return. Um, how many times? And this is another question for everybody listening. How many times did it take you to complete this, and how frustrated did you get with it? What did you think of the training mode, Chris? The whole, you know, going around the slaloms and all that. Some some parts of it, you know, were a lot easier yeah. than others, but some of the things were a pain in the backside. So it was a case of if I couldn't get it done, I would just leave it and not do the story mode at all. Then <laughs> no, it's just a case of I'll oh, come back to it, you know. But it's a case of they should make it optional. You shouldn't have to do it. Mm. You know, it should be a case of with a new one, you either do it, and if you do it, you get an achievement. If you don't do it, then you don't get an achievement. Unless, if you're like an amazing driver buff like me, you do it in like uh, one go, and uh, on you go with the story mode. Yeah. Uh. But the whole trick to the trainer <coughs> mode was stringing things together, so like, you would string the handbrake turn in like the 360, mm-hmm. and what was it, also speed into the emergency stop. And stuff like that. Hello? We are. Hello, Father. 
my dad's just coming to say hello. What do you want, the rally? Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're fish wise. Okay, this is going on air, so it is, so. Okay. Hello, everybody. Okay. Okay. Uh, bye. Bye. Never know what's going to happen in Operation Retroshock, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next point. <laughs> Told you we were random. Um. I was muted that entire time, so... I wasn't. Yeah. You have fun there, Chris. Yeah. Uh, we go from Miami to San Francisco to L.A. to New York. Did we use the action replay to unlock the small Newcastle area? Why I, man? Why I, man? Were we in, like, the tune, man? Oh, uh, in the tune, like, you can go down to Biker Grove. The Biker Grove? Jeff? You can go on me Gaza, down the pub, like... Forget the time. Actually, at the moment, like, you'd be going and you'd be meeting Gaza in prison, like, because he'd be proper drunk, like, and drugs, like, and he'd be proper messed up in his life, like. So, uh, hopefully, the Newcastle part wasn't Gaza at the steering wheel, because it'd be proper bad. You'd be proper crash, man. Sorry to all the people from the Toon. Uh, we do respect thee very much. Um, to Rami. And I love Avidus and Pep. Yes, Chris is a very, very, very big Avidus and Pep. Because if you look on Chris's wall above his head, he has a lovely picture, a black and white picture, of the whole cast of Avidus and Pep. And it has like Osman and Dennis and Neville, and they're all from Newcastle, man. And then we have the UK's version of Hulk Hogan in there as well, man. Bomber man, Pat Roach, he sadly passed away. I know. Bless him. He's proper. He's proper decent man in life. That is the subject we're going to cover. Is our Peter impact? No, we're not. Not now, but at some stage we will. I have never actually got the chance to play the Newcastle area. Um, I'm quite sad about this. No. <coughs> was, do we know? Was it any good? I haven't actually even. This is the thing. I knew there was another area, but I have never, for some random reason, went and. Track down video. Apparently, it's very, very, it's very, very, it's very, very tiny. It's just very from, what tiny. I, from what I read, yeah, very, very tiny. It's like shooting across a bridge and back and forward and back and forward. Pretty much, yeah. You drive around um, St. James's Park and Alan Shearer stands here with his hand. Shearer! Sure. <laughs> Shearer! Sure. Sure. He'd be losing his hair, he'd be crazy now. He'd like just have like a little island <laughs> front and it'd be like a tough and it'd be like, you gotta gel that up. And it'd be like, oh my goodness. I uh, look like Tyson Kidd. <laughs> Alan Shearer he's Tyson Kidd that would be class obviously Driver San Francisco is released in November <laughs> that was the correct type of time of typing well it, well, it hasn't been delayed yet it has it's quarter one 2011 what it's not coming out in November that was a special edition it said? no both of them are in the book and it says quarter one 2011 I kid you not my heart ladies and gentlemen has been broken. My heart will go. Probably <laughs> singing voice. I very much like Celine Dion. That's Celine Dion. I don't think I can go on there. Yeah, she uh, ugly, ugly Bob. Do you know what, what, what with that news that's been broken to you? Yeah. I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm distraught. You can check it out if you don't believe me. You can go to game.co.uk and uh, check the release date. Dirty, dirty plugs. <laughs> 
Dirty, dirty plugs. There is other retailers available, but we just happen to work for them. Uh, not the other retailers. The <laughs> yeah, first I was retailer. Say, first that's why we don't sleep much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, do we think the new driver will stick to its winning routes or change entirely? I have no idea. I would like for it to what brought it to the dance and brought it to the table you know keep that it would be like a car dance it would be like in the middle of the street and they would burn out and be like dancing in synchronization so. yo you want a donut with me um, but yeah I, I, I know what you mean like I was saying about you know sorry <coughs> <coughs> just just die in the corner there Chris um, like I said about driving was the key part of the first game uh, surprisingly enough in the title it's called Driver um, it should really try to hit home with that as a huge part of the game and not worry about trying to copy somebody else's game because it's been tried so many times to copy GTA and I don't think there's really been a success you've had Saints Row which I've heard good is it good? I don't know I didn't I've heard, like it. I've heard it's heard reasonable, it good, but I didn't really particularly take it. I've heard it's reasonable, but no GTA, obviously. Because mm-hmm. um, GTA developed in the UK, we do it right. Um, but definitely, they need to stick to the more driver aspect. It is changed from what I've seen in the aspect of it tries to keep the style of the original game by explaining that Tanner uh, is in like a coma a bit of a life on Mars or ashes the ashes style thing uh, Chris mm. alive no he told me to die no well it was an ashes the ashes style thing and that he's in a coma so he has this weird ability to like jump from car to car instantaneously <coughs> what yeah you go into like your menu and you like hover over another car and you just got get taken to that car immediately. What's so he's like a ghost? Well it's life on Mars and all that oh sort of stuff Lord, style thing. That sounds absolutely well, seems a bit cack. weird. Seems a bit weird, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, thank you for that. Hopefully, fingers crossed, it can pull it out the bag. Uh, we've already kind of touched on its counterparts, its later versions of the game. Uh, they went downhill and uh, not the best uh, obviously you heard again like we did with Ridge Racer uh, driver on the iPhone <laughs> hello Chris yes uh, Chris is typing me messages on Skype no I don't I don't <laughs> I'm not replying to that on air yeah oh, let's go, just go cry iPhone. <sighs> Stop typing! I'm not typing somebody else, don't worry. No, you're not, because I see the pencil going in Skype. <laughs> Unbreak your heart? What? <laughs> Surprised face? Um, the iPhone game. What? Your typing's awful, Chris. Um, <laughs> I was drunk. iPhone game now, as well as Ridge Racer. <laughs> How does it compare? You've got an iPhone game now, yeah. as well as Ridge Racer. It doesn't compare to the original because simply the iPhone as Potato. a gaming's device is not very good. Um, because with the likes of a driver game, be it 
the original driver or Red Tracer or whatever, I think you need proper buttons. Mm. Like the touch screen isn't the best for. I think you could games. get like a wee steering wheel thing to plug into the wee thing there, so we could actually play it, like you know. I like an like Easton or something like that. Possibly that it just like plugs in the bottom USB bit. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be cool, but alas, this is not the case. But uh, yeah, I know it is. Uh, <laughs> so finally, question: driver or GTA? GTA all the way. Who? I think this is an unfair question. <laughs> you I would. Think it's an unfair question. You would because you'd want to pick driver, but you love GTA. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not an unfair question. It's just a question you can't answer. <sighs> yeah. 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 I I, I sit on defense. It's not. But you com- like to, it not comfortable. But, but you like to be a driver in GTA. That'd be true. See. I'd be the getaway driver. Getaway. Getaway driver. Okay. And you could be the person hanging out the window. And go, <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, hey, man, let's go on, man. This be the end of the show time, man. What to thank TJ Green for being the retro renegade. Hopefully, you come back next time when we'll be discussing some TV classics. Remember the classics we were talking about? The wicked classics, man. Explain to the people is what we be doing in the wicked classics. One of them be that there. Be Transformers. Robots in disguise. <laughs> and also, we'd be talking about some 80s classics such as The Unforgettable A-Team and Knight Rider. I pity the fool who don't listen to the next episode. And did you see the way I implemented the A-Team theme and Knight Rider, the little thing there with Kit? See how I implemented Drop that? Hints. Yes, I All I needed to do. And also, I mentioned about Optimus Prime. I'll be a truck. Beep, beep. I didn't realize this at all. I'm only figuring it all out now. Yes. So, we'd like to thank the Pop Culture Network for letting us, letting us uh, put this fine random show on the air. How uh, we get clearance for for sheer randomness is... Uh, beyond us. Is beyond us, yeah. But uh, we keep getting the views and everybody seems to be chewing in and commenting. Chewing in? Chewing in. Chewing in. I like it. Uh, like tuning in and enjoying it nonetheless. So uh, bacon bread while they're listening to it. Bacon bread. I must do this the next time I listen back to the show. I must bake some bread. And then you bring it around here and go like, it's not King's Mill. It'd be Price. How do you bake bread? I don't have one of the bake bready machines. <laughs> I don't bake bread then. It's simple. Just go or buy a loaf in the garage. What you do is you get in touch with Debs and you say, Debs, make me some bread. Next time there'll be a Voodoo Vegas show. Uh, we want some bread, <laughs> please. And then, okay. and then we kind of we we can be up in the balcony in the empire, and we can like throw bread out to the crowd. <laughs> like they'd be like ducks. <laughs> okay. And you say yeah, and there's we're trying to be normal, and then you're saying about people in the empire club in Belfast are ducks. Brilliant. So yes, we would like to thank we would like to thank TJ Green yes. for being the retro renegade, and hopefully he will come back next episode with a TV theme. Um, obviously, we've done the game, so we're going to do the TV. Um, obviously, the A Team has a movie, and Knight Rider has a movie, and Transformers has a couple of movies. So no doubt we'll touch on the movie things exactly. on that as well. Um, there is a movie special that Mr. Price wants to do. Yes. Um, he wants to go back to something we've already covered, but have it in the future. If that gives you a hint, I you know. 
You don't get it? Okay. Um, I'll draw you a picture or okay. something. Um, Did you, uh, will you think that up after trying to hang a clock above uh, your toilet, falling and hitting your head on the edge of the seat? Let's not put that into practice because I'd probably be quite then, sore. <laughs> yeah, I'd be quite sore and have to go to hospital and wait for like about five hours. Be like, yeah, there's nothing we can do. You could just go home and take a polo mint. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's what we have up on the next show. So obviously, head over to Pop Culture Network forums and go to the Operation Retro Shock thread and type in there even some of the stuff we've talked about such as Parappa the Rapper and Ridge Racer and Driver and Oddworld um, or maybe what you would like to see on the show because if you love things retro you can always check out the Pop Culture Network store also while you're on the website because you may find some interesting and cool little things that you may like to investigate after listening to the show uh, for example uh Chris, uh, in the not-so-distant past, got a fantastic wrestling figure of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I did. And this is very nice, and it has pride of place on a shelf. Just one of the many things you can pick up at the Pop Culture Network store to keep the site on the, uh, not the air, but the, in- the interweb and producing yeah, everything. And tell them that Operation Retroshock sent you, and then if you do that, they'd be like, Killen, they charge you an extra $5. Mr. Killen may throw in something for free. But it may be something silly like a bubblegum card or something. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll be seeing you next time where we may just have a new edition. But you'll have to wait for that. We're not expecting a baby, are we? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> That's okay. I was getting worried there. I was like, Phew. I know we do a podcast, but I'm not up for adopting. <laughs> I don't swing that way. Not that I have any problems. Uh, God made Adam and, S- Adam and Eve He didn't make Adam and Steve <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie people Peace out And see you next time You're not going to say You've been Alan Price And I've been Chris Fenton So long Farewell Or for you to say goodbye Well feel free Go ahead no, I've just done that So I've been Alan Price I've been Last word There is a star That lights the road Will it take me to the end? Well, I don't know For one last time I'll take this ride And just drive I wanna be the only one to make it to the light I'll take it to the edge and ride Die a thousand times Down, but I will live to fight again for one last time. I take this ride and just drive.